Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Always Aggressive Podcast. I'm Hunter Massengill, joined by head coach Tony Ursuline, director of ops, SID, Tanner Lipset. What's going on? And new guest today, Leroy Vega, first time on the show ever, first time being a part of the program this year. Uh, and has a damn good haircut, if I, if I do say so myself. <laughs> couple of guys in here without hair, a couple of guys with <laughs> a lot of hair. Coach growing out the beard for No Shave in November, it looks like. Always looks good when you Santa Claus is on his way. Yeah, comes in completely white now. Yeah, I need the beard oil, but uh, <laughs> it's getting it's getting a little bristly, so I need the beard oil, but I, I like how it's coming in. I've never done the beard oil. Is that a thing? That's it's 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 a worth the investment, people. Yeah. Absolutely worth the investment. All right. I've never tried it. Hunter, I've never tried it. Yeah, it's because you've had that beard since you were six. Yeah, I've, it's just, just I wake up since I was, you know. Six years old. Uh, got a lot to talk about today. Big day, National Signing Day. A big weekend this past weekend. Uh, North Dakota State coming up this coming weekend. Before we get to all that, Leroy, uh, we'll talk to you a little bit about your background. Uh, you're an Indiana guy. Won a couple state championships. Went up to Minnesota. Was a big part of that program up there. Uh, and then now you're back in the Big Ten coaching. You've been a part of the Big Ten for a while, especially as a wrestler. Uh, you assistant coach had coached excuse me assistant coached uh at minnesota after graduation now you're back in the big 10 uh what's it feel like to be back in the big 10 back at this level oh it feels awesome you know it, it's nice to uh to be coaching again in, yeah. in the big 10 um i like it a lot uh, the last eight nine years i've coached high school mm-hmm. and to get back into coaching uh college is it's 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 a lot different um the intensity is different sure. um you know dealing with uh with, with the kids, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. I love it. Yeah. Well, we talked about this on, on the first show uh, of the season this year. I want to bring it back up because I want to get your take on it. Uh, you were quoted in Latino American Wrestling Experience saying, it's such an honor to be able to lead out the national champions. It's a great feeling, especially with all the kids that are watching us and dreaming of being on a great team like ours. I love being the spark plug to get the guys excited, and I'm the guy that kind of sets the tone and gets the crowd going. Uh, we talked to Coach about this, and I want to hear your perspective on it just to, uh, to follow up with that. Is that something that, that you still see in the guys that you coach that they love? Uh, even duels, tournaments, Big Ten tournament, nationals, is that something that you really see in a lot of the, the 125, 133 guys is leading out the team, being able to set the tone for Light, the Lightweights the represent. Yes. Um, you know, when, when I wrestled, it was we always started at 125. Um, now things are different. Sure. Um, but as, as a small guy and being the 125-pounder, you know, when I was at Minnesota, my job was to make sure that we got on the right, right foot, that make sure that the team, you know, we, it was going to be a spark. I was the spark plug. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love, and I, I said it, and it was, one, it was hard when – when I left and the last time that I did it and you know you walk through those doors and you see the crowd and you're leading a national championship team or you're leading a, a team out it's a great feeling mm-hmm. and it's it's something that I'll never forget and it's something that uh, you know I wish everyone had the opportunity to do but to turn around and look at my guys and let them know hey now it's game face on and when I open that door it's time to get going is it a lot of pressure going you know leading the team out like that knowing that you've kind of got that weight on your shoulders of I'm going out and I'm going to set the tone. If I go out and win a big match or if I lose a close match, that's going to set the tone for the rest of the team. No, I, I don't, I've never really felt that it was pressure. I think as a wrestler, um, there's always somewhat pressure on you because you're out there alone. We don't get to pass the ball to somebody else to right. shoot it um, or to pass the ball. So you're out Why there you by yourself. trying to hate on basketball players, Vegas? What's that about? <laughs> no, I'm not. You're, you're out there by oh, yourself. I love the, I love the wrong, long-standing feud between wrestlers and basketball <laughs> players. 
So you're out there by yourself, and um, it's nice to, to, to get a big win for your team, and you turn around, and uh, you know, one of the hardest things to do that I've always talked about is making sure that uh, if you're not going to fight for yourself, fight for the guy next to you. You know, and I, that's how it was when I was at Minnesota, and that's what we're building here. Is when you turn around, there's nine other guys that you have to fight for. There's five other coaches, mm -hmm. um, and so you want to make sure that you're fighting for everyone. Tony, how much has it helped? You know, you listen to this mentality that Leroy's bringing to the table, and, and you know what he did as an athlete and what he's done as a coach. Like, how great has it been for you and your program and your room to be able to to bring that in, especially amongst the lightweights? No, I think it's uh, it's invaluable, right? It's uh, you want to surround yourself with like-minded people. That doesn't mean every decision, every tactic or technical, you know, you know, thing has to be the same, right? But you want like-minded people who see training, competing, you know, that philosophy has to permeate your program. And so you have to have coaches who, who are like-minded in that way. And I think that's where Leroy has been a great addition. He and I think about wrestling, I think, in a lot of the same terms, you know. You can score different ways, right, whether it's top or, you know, however on your feet. And he, maybe he's more of a hand fighter. We got Coach Shop, who's more of a top guy, right? But the, the aggressive mentality, the, the desire to dominate your opponent, not just kind of get by and, and win easy, you know. How that looks like, you know, as far as creating a training environment, those things all feed into that together, you know. We're all going to the same destination. The paths might be a little different, but the destination is the same and we're all going to get there together. So, um, you know, it's been, he's been uh, huge that way for us and, and I'm excited that the staff, I feel like the staff top to bottom, um, we're all on the same page in that manner. Well, for people, uh, we'll look back to this weekend before we start talk, before we talk about uh, what today is, National Signing Day. Again, we'll look back at Journeyman uh, for just a moment. For people that don't know, this past weekend, or excuse me, the past couple days have been extremely cold here in Indiana. Started snowing, icy. Freezing. You have to be pretty excited about that because this is rest. This is wrestling season. Cold, cold means it's wrestling season, right? When you walk out of practice and it's already dark and you're freezing your tail off, it's 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 wrestling. It's yeah. wrestling season. Do you, do you get the guys out into the cold? Do they try to stay inside in the the, the heat of the wrestling room or the heat of the the weight room? Yeah, we're trying to lose weight this time of year, so the cold doesn't go well there. So we find ourselves indoors. Is that why Rush is so good? Is because it's cold and dark there all year round? Is that is that, yeah, is that, is that part? Of, is that is that the environment that that creates that? Or, or? it probably makes for a tough individual, right? Yeah. I mean, if you got to run out in the snowbank in between sauna sessions, <laughs> you know, I think I think you're probably your mental toughness level is is high. Well, a good makes weekend sense. this weekend, going two and one. Uh, Beating Buffalo, Utah Valley, close loss to Arizona State. Uh, that really just came down to bonus points in that Arizona State match because you split five and five matches uh, with the Sun Devils. Overall thoughts on the way the team performed this weekend. Uh, both of your thoughts on the way the team performed this weekend. Where do you want to go? Um, I thought we wrestled well. Um, I thought we were, you know, in that Arizona match, um, we did what we were expected, I thought, with the other teams. Mm -hmm. um, we won some matches that, uh, that some might have thought we shouldn't have won, but we did. And then I think with Arizona State, we did uh, real well. I thought we wrestled tough, and we attacked, and we stayed on. You know, we were always aggressive, which is always nice. Um, you know, to go 5-5 five and five against them, it, it'd be nice if, you know, we would have pulled that off, but um, it is what it is, and it, it's, it's November, and it's just a stepping stone into what we're, our goals are. 
coaching? Yeah, I would agree uh, to a large extent there. I mean, I was happy with how we competed. We fought hard in all situations. You know, there's some technical things that we can do um, to, to correct some of those mistakes where we left some points on the board, you know what I mean? Um, but for this time of year, as Leroy said, man, it's November. That's to be expected. This is kind of about the journey to March, and so we've got to correct some of those things. Um, <clears throat> one thing, and I think uh, Coach Vega actually mentioned it to the team as we're in the locker room at the end of the day, is you know, we, there were some matches where we won, but we didn't try to dominate the situation. And that's where I thought we could still do a better job. You know, even if you look at, uh, you know, Dylan Lighty, who I'll, I'll give him a quick shout out, you know, Big Ten Wrestler of the Week. Um, you know, had two nice wins, but we know that Dylan's very capable of scoring. He's a very explosive athlete. He can score at any time. And so maybe we don't need to be in overtime to win those matches. You know, he showed a lot of guts, gutting out some tough wrestling, but let, you know, let's, let's get those attempts going sooner in the match, get into the rhythm of the match sooner, try to dominate and get into that sooner. You know, that's where I would like to see us maybe develop. And that doesn't mean you're always scoring, right? I mean, I just, I want to make that uh, apparent to people where it doesn't mean you got points just going up on the board. I mean, we'd love it if, you know, like Detroit, he gets on top and it, it, they're going like a pinball machine. Yes, yes he does. But, you know, if you're hand fighting and you're chopping and, and snapping and turning the guy's shoulders, that's dominating the position. You know, I'm sure Coach Vega would yeah. agree. So that's what we're looking for. It's not always just points, points, points. You hope that's a result. But, man, you want to dominate the position, however that is. And I think that's where we can do a little bit better job. And that's going to be our goal uh, the next few months. Cool follow-up note on Devin Schroeder. Um, now with uh, three first-period tech falls this season and uh, four overall, which, according to the Pirate, leads the nation in tech falls here through two weeks. Um, pretty, pretty impressive note for, for the young guy there. That's big. Uh, first guy I want to mention, like you just said, Dylan Lighty. We'll start off the same way we did last week with the Big Ten Wrestler of the Week. Not Kendall Coleman this week. It's Dylan Lighty as Big Ten Wrestler of the Week. Went 3-0 this past weekend. Uh, beat the 12th and 10th ranked guys at his position. It's going to be a grind for him all season long. Uh, according to Intermat's ranking, rankings, 13 of the top 20 guys at 174 are seniors. So obviously a lot of those guys are in the Big Ten as well. Uh, so he's going to see a lot of really good competition this season, uh, a lot of experienced competition this, this season. How important it is, how important is it to the rest of the team, his success on the season, seeing those tough opponents, and also being the senior leader that he is going out there and winning his matches. I think it's similar to what Leroy said about starting a duel off, right? Like you set the tone. Mm -hmm. I think Lighty, um, because he's been in the battles, he knows he can win, right? He understands that. Um, I think he has set, there is, a, there is a certain tone as a leader that he has set for this team that you can see on the young guys as well. There's an expectation now in this program that we've been working on for years now. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, uh, Lighty is a good example of what that tone is. Like he's, he is more comfortable in that role as a leader and um, who he is and what he needs to do to win, right? He's still trying to get better, but I think he has set a tone for, for the team. You know what I mean, and so that that, but we see that daily. You know, people don't get to see that, but you know, he he shows that daily, and we want to keep developing him as a leader. I think that's huge that he takes more of an active role, even because he can. Well, speaking of setting tones, and I'd like to get uh, Vega's opinion on Devin Schroeder, as Tanner just mentioned, uh, he had two tech falls this past weekend, one major decision as well, went three and zero. Uh, after placing third last weekend. So a good start to the season for him. What's working well for him? I mean, I'm sure you're, you're with him every day in the wrestling room, on the mat, uh, and especially being new to the program. 
Uh, I'm sure that you followed being this close to the, uh, living this close to Purdue. I'm sure you followed the team, but now working, being on the map with Devin Schroeder, what do you think some of his strengths are that have led to him to, to be where he is right now? Uh, I think his biggest thing is, you know, his, his top game's great. You know, AJ and, and him been working together on that. And um, my, me coming in, helping him out is on his feet. Um, and that's what we've been doing, staying aggressive for seven minutes. You know, not five minutes, seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we, you know, if he gets that takedown, we know we're going to score 10 to 12 points. I mean, we know it. Yeah. So, so that's the big key is making sure we're in position, we're staying aggressive, and we're attacking. And he's doing a great job with it in the beginning of the season. Has it been fun for you uh, getting back up to the, this level of being able to work with someone like Devin Schroeder who's – He's got his, I mean, you don't look past the season, but he's got high expectations for himself this season. Yep, I, I think, you know, all the guys, it's, it's fun for me to be in the room again, you know, being 40 years old, trying to roll around with these guys, <laughs> is, gets, gets funny. You're, after you're 40? 40 years old. Wow. Speaking of. Yes. And I was going to wait to bring this oh, up. Oh, buddy. Uh, here we go. I knew we've, it was coming. We've had some conversations <laughs> with AJ. He couldn't hold off. Here it comes. It, it just, it came up naturally. What am I, what am I supposed to do? We've had some conversations with AJ. He thinks... He thinks it's not even a question. He thinks why why even have the match? It, it wouldn't. What be are close. your thoughts on it? It wouldn't be close. Here's my deal. In which way? I, which way do you think I'm gonna go? <laughs> this is my. Idea. This is a man who exudes confidence, ladies and gentlemen. I think I think we each wrestle Tanner for one minute. I love that idea. And then Tanner gets to decide who he wants to wrestle. I love that idea. I think we've addressed this on a couple of shows and the fact that this is a no wrestling zone over here on this side of the so, table. I know I'm off camera, but this, like this past over, here weekend, we, over here we don't wrestle. This past weekend, AJ and I shared a room together, uh-huh. and uh, I told AJ, I said, hey, uh, I need both beds. And he was like, what do you mean? I said, we could wrestle for it. So what I did was I put both beds together, and I was able to roll around what I wanted, and AJ slept on the floor. I gave him one pillow and a cover. So he was in the corner with a pillow and a cover. He didn't get a bed. So it sounds like, <laughs> what it sounds like to me is that he comes on the show. I need photographic evidence of this. I, I'm not sure I buy it. He comes on the show and says he could take you easily. But all it takes is you two to face off just in a verbal match. And he backs down pretty easily. Yeah, when, he, no, he when the cameras aren't on. He's, oh, he's not around. He's, man, when the lights go down, AJ shop. I'm not sure I want any part of this rivalry. <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> the plot does thicken, and it's going to come to a head at some uh-huh. point this season. And I'm, I'm just saying, we can talk to marketing, we can talk to facilities, we can have a halftime match. I'm all for it. I would love to see. It. I don't know what you know guys want to see me in a singlet. That, I was that's exactly where I was about to go. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if anybody wants to see Vega in a singlet anymore. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. Can we get this guy some shorts and a t-shirt? <laughs> All right, a couple more guys I want to hit on uh, before before we move past this past weekend. Parker Phileas going three and zero again this weekend, almost identical to Schroeder so far. You know, coming through uh, the backside at Michigan State, placing third there. Uh, he's a guy that's moved down in weight classes. He was at one forty nine, moved down to one forty one. Uh, that decision for him, uh, you and the rest of the coaching staff, for him to come down to one forty one seems to be paying off pretty well so far. Yeah, I'll let Leroy works. You know, obviously AJ and Leroy take the bottom half of that lineup quite a bit. Yeah. So I'll let him speak to his development. I'll just the only thing I'll say is that the the weight class has been a good move for him. He's sure. he's a little stronger and more physical at the weight, um, but I think you're seeing his experience now in the lineup. You know, there's more confidence there though. But but certainly Coach Vega can speak to kind of his development. Yeah. Yeah. So with Parker, um, you know Parker is a, a great kid, unbelievable. And one thing I've worked a lot with Parker on is confidence. Him believing that he is the man 
and that he can compete at any level is huge. And it, it's amazing when a, you get a kid to believe that he can win, he can go a long way. Mm -hmm. And if, if you watch, I watched some film on Parker, even one of the matches that he ended up winning this past weekend, we lost him for about 30 seconds where he starts like, oh, I don't know if I believe in myself. And then the guy gets advantage of him. Mm -hmm. And then as coaching staff, we get him right back into it. And he's like, oh, I'm back in this. And then he, he goes out there and wins. Right. So I, I worked out with Parker this morning and we talked about that too. We talked about seven minutes of believing in yourself, believing that you are the man and nobody can beat you. When you believe that, you go a long way. And we've, uh, we've talked previously about how you can't win a match before it starts, but you can certainly lose a match before it starts, and that seems to be what you're what yep, you're getting exactly. at with Parker. That you go in, and if you think you belong there, if you understand that you do belong there, then you're going to have a lot more success than thinking that losing the match before it even starts. Yep, no, definitely. And Parker, that's that's his biggest thing right now is just believing that he can be there and understanding that. Uh, he can be an All-American. He can be a national champion. It's, it's all what he wants to do. Yeah. You know, I think it was awesome, you know, Leroy, is the fact that you you led with the fact of what a great kid Parker is. And, um, you know, I talked to Tony a little bit this on the road and even yesterday at practice a little bit about, like, in my in my short tenure with the team and coming back on, it's been it's been unbelievable to me what a great group we have and how much fun they are to travel with and how much fun they are to be around, um, you know, they are willing to help with anything and everything that we throw at them. Need them to carry an extra bag. Need them to clean something up or set something up. Like they're all on board, and it's it's been uh, it's been a great part of the early journey with this team this year. Yep, that's what's nice. Uh, we'll jump back to the other side of the weight class of the uh, the lineup. Thomas Panola putting up a record of three and zero this past weekend. Uh, seemingly a great start to the season for him at one ninety seven. What are you seeing out of him on a on a day-to-day -day basis that's led him to you know get the wins that he did this past weekend? Well, I think it's what you just said, day-to-day uh, -day basis. It's what he gives us every day that is making the difference for him. I mean, he is he is an absolute grinder. You know, I mean, the effort that you see uh, out on, on the match, you know, in front of the crowd is what we get from him every day in the room, without exception. And, and so that hard work is cultivating, as he said, belief. You know, he, he knows that, uh, you know, he's going to be in there because he's going to fight hard and, and he's going to make guys wilt. You know, he believes that. He knows that in his heart that he's going to be the strongest one at the end of the match. So I just think that you're just seeing him, you know, um, you know, it's, it's kind of fruit of the fruits of his labor, so to speak, I guess, is, you know, that grinding is starting to pay off. He, he's got some things to work on, no doubt. But in my mind, he's got the hard part figured out. Sometimes learning how to work that hard day in and day out with the mentality required is a big deal. And, and he's learned that. So now it's, it's the technical things. How can he score within his style? You know, he's not going to be the best athlete out there every time. I mean, he knows that. So he's got to figure out how to use the tools he has. And that's what he's doing. He's, I think he's getting more comfortable figuring out his game plan and what he has to do, how he can wear on people. You know, those kinds of things will be his journey this year. How he can figure out how to score more and make, you know, that attrition that he creates, you know, that fatigue that he you know, puts on his opponent. How to turn that into points and kind of, you know, length or widen the gap between him and his, his opponent is going to be what's going to be key for him. And I'm sure it has to be great for him. I mean, the first dual weekend to start to go into the rest of the, the dual season, 3-0. and I mean, it has to be good for his confidence to go out, and especially uh, you're competing against such good talent, like you saw this weekend with Utah Valley Buffalo and Arizona State, to get three wins right off the bat. 
and kind of get the ball rolling a little bit. No, absolutely. And, you know, and he, he appeared in the rankings. I think Flo had him in the rankings this week. 18. 18, 18 at 197. There you go. So, so now we've got 297 pounders, right? We, you know, we've got Christian Bruner, who early in the season was, uh, was ranked in there. Obviously, well in the top 10, very deserving of that. And, and now, Christ, er, now uh, Thomas. So it's just nice to see that we have some depth. We have a lot of good kids working their tail off in our program. And, and like I said, it, it's Thomas's day-to-day work habits that are, are really kind of leading to the results you're seeing. Today's National Signing Day. Big day for uh, Huge most, day. most sports here, except for football and basketball, who have their have their own days. Uh, no but, basketball's right now, too. Oh, basketball just is right football. now, too. So just football has their own day. But today's a big day across the entire athletic department. Of course, uh, wrestling's no exception. National Signing Day is a day where uh, the high school wrestlers, and like I said, all sports, get to sign with the school that they're, they're choosing. So it's recruiting. Becomes recruiting. official. Yeah, recruiting coming to a head. Uh, everything becomes official. Uh, most kids sign today, not all. There's, they have a signing period that they get to sign. Uh, before we get into some specifics, is it a weight lifted? Is today like, is today, I know you wake up with a lot of nerves. Do you go to bed a little bit more relaxed? Because it's like, all right, we, we put in this work recruiting. They're in the barn. We got the name, we got the ink on paper. Yep. Do you get to go to bed a little bit more relaxed tonight than, than you have? At least probably last night probably wasn't so much. No. Uh, you know, and I, I say that somewhat jokingly. Yes and no, right? Like we're in season. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't sleep in season anyway just because <laughs> you're always thinking about the team and, you know, how we can get guys better. And, he really doesn't sleep ever. And there's, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I just think that you're always looking. And that's not to overlook these these young men, right? We have we have two fantastic young men that are signing today. We'll have more in the future, you know, I believe, um, to announce as well. But um, you're always, you know, hey, we've got this done, and now you're getting ready for the next thing as well. So while we celebrate these these two young men that we're going to talk about probably today, you know, coming in and their accomplishments and what they're going to add uh, at the same time, you're looking ahead. You know, we've got a junior commit out there. I can't talk about them, but you're 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 looking forward. You know, you, you in this. In this environment, which I'm assuming is why Leroy loved to come back, it's competitive. Sure. You know, yeah, you celebrate, but you don't celebrate for long. You know, you're looking forward to who's the next piece of this puzzle that can add to this team that will, you know, take us where we want to go. You know, the, the goals are very high and you want to win national titles. And, and that's why these two young men are coming into our program. So while you, you know, you, you take a moment, hey, this is great. We've got two more kids who identify with, you know, our goals and, and what we want to do. Now it's, you, you, let's move forward, you know. It's just like when, you know, as a wrestler, when you train, there's never really a day off. You're always working. And as a coach, we're always working. He's always on the phone. You know, now that we got that one signed, you're always looking for the next one, and you're always working all the time. So there's never fun? a day off. Has it been fun for you getting back into that grind of, of recruiting, watching watching these high school athletes, watching a lot of film, talking to them, maybe meeting families, showing them around the place? Has that been fun for you to get back? Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's a little different because I'm a volunteer uh, coach, so you know I don't get to go off campus. But sure. uh, different doing rules. The things that I can different do, rules for Leroy. Yeah, so doing the things that I'm allowed to do, it's been great, and I love it. It's it, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It, it's it really is. Well, the first guy we can talk about. We now that we can officially uh, talk about some of these guys, Garrett Nighthouse, making his way to West Lafayette, uh, out of Pennsylvania. Uh, Wrestling hotbed over in Pennsylvania. So Cannonsburg's finest. Yep, uh, Cannon McMillan High School. Extremely highly ranked uh, across all wrestlers of, of his grade level, uh, not just at 174, which is what 
you know, 174, 184 is kind of where you're looking for him. Uh, what what stood out to you about Garen Ninehouse the first time you saw him and then, you know, progressed over? We saw the picture. I, I hope everyone saw the picture that he posted today on Twitter uh, with his mullet and the, the jacket <laughs> that, that he had on. That suit jacket is. The whole family Woo! was decked out I think Purdue. Tony should have to wear that jacket his first match that he ever wrestles for Purdue. Agreed. That's not a bad idea. I think that's great. That's got legs. The, yeah, I, and, I, and I did. I'd do it. I, I commented <laughs> when I saw the picture this morning. I'd do it. I'd wear that jacket. I, I won't grow the mullet. I will not grow the mullet. I'll leave that to Garrett. Yeah, could you grow? How long would that? What take? about a reverse mullet? You let the beard go long and cut the hair. Yeah, short. yeah. No, you know the the mullet's got style. You know, <laughs> I think the mullet has legs, and um, I even comment if you for those of you that follow Flow Wrestling, you know he actually after he won the Super Thirty Two tournament, very deep, very good a preseason tournament. He did the mullet wave. You know, he shook that that hair, and he got he got a I mullet really, wave. I really want to see it in slow mo. Yeah, so, Leroy and I have no idea that, what it feels so. like to shake hair. No, so there's there you know there's some style points there for Garrett too, but um, it, you know I just appreciate you know I've seen him compete in lots of different circumstances. You know he was playing football I think last year when he was still out at Super 32, so he wasn't in the kind of shape you know you would want, not ideal shape, but he competes. He goes out there, he gets to a single leg, he scrambles. I mean he beat. He beat a young man, he beat the Foca boy, who, who can scramble, you know, and, and Garrett outscrambled him in a, in a couple of key situations. You know, he's got a good arm bar, you know. He's got skill sets where he can wrestle through lots of positions. And then, you know, he comes from, he comes from a, a very strong club, obviously young guns out there, Coach Shop, you know, a, a product of that club as well. But they obviously turn out a lot of good kids. And so, you know, he's coming from a, a, a very, you know, positive environment. You know, he already understands you know, what it looks like, what winning, you know, at a high level needs to look like from training, from how you think, from how you go about things, you know, day to day. So I think, you know, that's why you're seeing, you know, he's had a lot of success early is because he's a product, you know, of obviously PA wrestling, very deep, but, but what Young Guns is and how they coach their guys. What have you guys seen as a coaching staff? Uh, I mean, going out to his matches, watching him on film, what are some of his strengths uh, on the mat that he brings to, to this level to be able to, you know, is there anything specific that he does offensively? If he's really good on defense, really good on top, really good on bottom, uh, if he's a good turner. Yeah, I think I just reiterate, um, I'll re reiterate kind of what I said a little bit earlier is he's got a good single leg. He's quick to it from lots of places. Um, if anything, man, he's, he's shooting he's sometimes he's too much. Yeah, he's like he's over. Yeah, he's a goer. So you know, you know he's looking for his, his leg attack. Uh, I think his scrambling is, is very strong, you know what I mean? Um, and then, you know, top. He, he, he has some top. He's got a good arm bar series. Well, he'll t turn guys. You know, if you go back and you look at his state finals match where, you know, he, you know the young man he was wrestling had a long, like a hundred-some match win streak, you know, and he upset him. Uh, you know, he, he won a crucial scramble and I think had back points out of the scramble, which widened the gap for him in the match. So um, I just think he has a lot of skill sets where he can wrestle from a lot of places that we're, we're excited about you know, him bringing to Purdue. Well, one thing I wanted to make mention of uh, that I noticed when I saw the picture this morning on, on social media was that he had the jacket, he had the mullet, it looked great, but also the rest of his family was all decked out. In They're all in, man. Well. Yep. We saw this a couple, we saw this last year, uh, make a reference to football with George Karloftis, how he represented Purdue, loves Purdue, and can kind of be a, a pseudo-recruiter for you that, you know, because they can they can talk to one another a lot more often than than you might be able to talk to somebody that, uh, that the guys that he knows to kind of lay that groundwork that how much he loves Purdue, how much, how good is it to have a guy, you know, that you've got signed 
committed to come to Purdue that seems to love Purdue, his family loves Purdue, and can kind of be a face for the program at that level. Well, I think it might have been Coach Vega, even since he's sitting next to me, I believe, who said, you know, your guys can be your best recruiters. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? They can. So, I'm you pretty know. sure I said that, Tony. There's no way that was Vega. He's that wasn't, that wasn't Leroy? Oh, I mean, that sounded like a gem that would come out of Vega. Yes, that's, that's definitely you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, Sounds good. I think, <laughs> and, and, and Coach Vega and I have talked about this a little bit. I mean, when you look at... You know, when I was in college, you know, Minnesota was on their way up. They weren't there yet. You know what I mean? Coach Robinson was building something special at that time, um, and, and Ve Coach Vega lived through that. But I think it's that culture that you create, and, and those guys are tight. You know, I remember him telling me how tight you know him and his teammates are. So um, I do feel like that's you. You need that. You need that on your team. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know. I mean, you got you want to expand on that? No, I think the the team aspect is huge. Um, you know, being able, like I said, when you're wrestling, turning around and you're going to fight for them, mm -hmm. that, that's huge. That, that's real big. I apologize. No problem. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Seriously, shout out to Vega. Vega has been deathly ill for the past couple days, but he's, <laughs> I'm hurting. he's I'm been dying to be on this podcast. I'm he's, chugging these apple juices. He has been, like, this, he's been really, like, fiending to get on here to defend himself <laughs> against shop and to, to be a part of what we're doing. So I appreciate him, you know making the trip down from, from Portage and be, being here to be on the show today. I mean, you got you got two businesses to run back home. Oh, yeah, it's, it's and rough. You're, and you're still down here coaching and making time for the Always Aggressive podcast. No, like you said, I knew it was wrestling season when you wake up at 5 and you leave your house, it's dark, and you're going to get home, at, and it's dark, and you don't ever see the sunlight. So And it's freezing. And it's cold. And outside right now, you can't take more than like 10 steps without being feeling like you're going to fall down. And you, and you, don't, have, and you don't have any hair. Yeah, you don't have any hair, and it's you got to wear a stocking. It's, it's rough. <laughs> well, that's why you know Vegas' signature is his stocking cap. It I mean, is. that's his signature, I man. I, I figured I, that I, out now. I can't believe he took it off for I the just, show. I took it off. Well, I want to show the ball. I just shaved. It looks good. <laughs> Might be a little glare from he, the light, but that's A little right. bit. It's all right, it though. He bicked it last night. So it's good. But seeing his family all decked out in Purdue, I mean, it's just, I know I know their, their listeners. We're happy that they, <clears> they listen and watch the Always Aggressive podcast. Uh, just having that family mentality, I mean, you know his family's going to be around at matches. You mm -hmm. know that they're going to... They're always going to support the program. It's just, it's good to have a guy like that and good to have a family like that involved with the program. Yeah, um, you know, they've been, the entire family has been great to get to know and work through this whole process. You know, it can be a, a stressful recruiting process. I think most, you know, high-level recruits would tell you that at the end. And so um, they've been a pleasure to work with and get to know. And, and, and I'm sure it will continue to be that way. We're just excited to have them part of the family. And it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun ride. And when you're when you're recruiting a high level uh, wrestler like Garrett, you're you know you're not the only the only letter on his table. You're not the only you know the only school in his mind. So it has to be a little bit of a sense of relief to finally get that that pen on paper that he's a high level kid. He had a lot of other options, and he chose us for good reason. And hopefully, uh, I mean, we yet to, he hasn't gotten here yet. He hasn't wrestled a match yet, so we don't know what his career will look like. Uh, but just having a high-level kid come in and and be starting his college career here. No, no, all signs point towards a great career. We're excited for him. Um, you know, he knows you know, what we're about. We, you know, with, with everyone we recruit, you, you know, we, we kind of lay out our philosophy, or how we're built, and and they know it's a lot of it's, it's going to be hard work. You know, they're going to be tested and pushed, and they understand that, and they still have embraced that. And so, like I said, uh, we're excited to have him here. Well, another guy that we can look at uh, 
that signing today, Jake Rundell. Yep. Another guy, smaller guy. So I'll let Leroy speak to his talents a little bit. I'm sure you've seen him on film. Uh, like you said, you, ha you can't go to his matches, but I'm sure you've watched a lot of film. Uh, what have you seen out of him that he does really well, maybe offensively, defensively, whatever? Very intense. He's a very intense kid. Mm -hmm. Attacks. He has got a you know smaller statue, like uh, kind of like I do. So, and he's actually real good on top too, which is awesome. Um, that AJ is going to be able to level get his game to another level, mm -hmm. which is actually scary when you think about it. So, uh, I'm excited to have him in the room and uh, excited to work with him. Coming out of Illinois, correct? Yep. Yep. Oak Park River right? Forest, strong high school. Yeah, of course. Uh, just having someone that's similar to, uh, you know, we just talked about how Garrett's family loves Purdue. Having someone that's relatively close location-wise that his family uh, can come to a lot of matches, being close to home, I mean, that's, that's a big deal for a lot of college athletes. And I'm sure that was the same way in his case of, of being able to have family come down and watch him, not being so close to home that he can go home on a on a night or a weekend or something like that. Yeah, uh, another another family that was great to get to know, and I enjoyed the process with them as well. So, uh, you know, I just feel like we're bringing in two very um, you know strong kids with a lot of credentials, but their families have been great as well to work with through this entire process. So another you know um, shout out there. But uh, uh, engineer. You know, Jake's looking at engineering, a uh, bright kid. Um, so there was another great fit there. You talk about, you know, the closeness, you know, the family can come down and see him. Um, but, you know, I just, you know, it's nice. What you look at is we're getting two kids from two hotbeds of wrestling, strong areas, another strong high school. They both understand um, what it, it's going to take to be successful. And to me, that's, that's hugely important because it's, it's, it's a long, hard journey. You know, the, the jump in levels again is, is huge, you know, especially in the Big Ten. You know, you talk about going from, you know, let's just say there's a half million kids in the United States who wrestle, you know, give or take. And now you're going to get down into the top 14 schools, and, and so you're looking at 500 or less student athletes, right? That's a huge jump in a level. And so you need kids who, who have the commitment and the work ethic, you know, not just the talent, because, you know, the talent's part of it, but if you're not willing to work hard and you don't understand the, the sacrifice and the suffering it's going to take, uh, you're not going to get there. And I feel like you're getting kids, you know, from where they're, they're coming from, they, they understand that that's going to be part of the journey. And they've embraced that. So uh, I'm excited for that as well. And, um, so one thing that I, I really like, and we've said it a couple times already, is the, the both kids have great families. Mm -hmm. And them coming on, being leaders, knowing what family takes. And we always talk about it in our room about being a family. And, and when you can do that, they can do great things. Yeah. Well, it doesn't end here. I mean, like I said, the, the national signing today is the first day, uh, but it goes on for a little while. So the recruiting never stops. Recruiting never sleeps 24-7. Yep. Uh, so going to continue to keep pushing towards some other guys, and, and hopefully in the coming weeks we'll have more uh, signees that we can officially yep. talk about that, that will end up joining uh, the Purdue wrestling family. Yep. Uh, third straight weekend this coming weekend, being on the road, headed up to – Beautiful North Dakota in, in November. It's gonna be my first trip to Fargo. I know oh, that's a little nice. weird. In the, I know, I like it's like a wrestling mecca for yeah. coaches in high school and recruiting and whatnot. Because the freestyle and Greco tournaments, I have never been to the great state of North Dakota, so I'm excited to check that one off the list. You know what's gonna be good is because it's North Dakota in November. It's actually probably gonna feel good to come home because it's gonna be like wow, it's warm here. Yeah, North Dakota is. I'm a little nervous about. It. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be cold. Although I did see it was funny, I saw um, Coach Kish, your your, your old guy, yep. um, 
I saw Coach Kish talking in an interview on from one of the outlets was talking about bringing Obi Blanc up there, and he was talking about how he had to convince him that it didn't get as cold as it gets. <laughs> it didn't get he had cold. to lie to him, basically, is what he was saying. <laughs> he I was going to say that's, that's a heck of a sales job there. <laughs> Sir, I mean, it's got to be like it's going to be it's going to be frigid. So one would expect, one would expect it's going to be frigid. So, so what guys- that's, that's why we do an indoor sport, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, so what are you working with on the guys this week? I mean, it's trying to, I mean, you're into the routine. You're, you're kind of ankle deep into the season right now, making a trip up to North Dakota state, uh, the last weekend before you get to be home for a weekend, get yep. duels, uh, you got home duels, not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday. Uh, but working this, this week, getting prepared for North Dakota state. I just think it, it, not much changes. You know, that's probably a very boring an- answer, but it's it's the truth, right? I mean, as we just talked about with recruiting, you take a deep breath and you enjoy it and you're excited for the future, but now it's, hey, what's what's in front of us? And so, you know, North Dakota State's in front of us, so it's getting ready for them. It's maybe where did we struggle? We were talking, in, you know, this morning prior to the show um, about where we need to be better, you know, and some things that we got to work on. So that's what we're going to do. You know, we're going to go back into the room and we're going to get with the guys individually and we're just going to make sure people don't get comfortable because there's been some nice honors right I mean it you know you have two big 10 wrestlers of the week in a row that's great it's nice you know it's, it's a nice honor it reflects on the hard work those kids have put in and so it's that's it's a positive thing but you can't get comfortable with that you know we haven't won anything we were still a little short against Arizona State and there's a reason for that and so we've got to fix those things you know we, we've the journey is going to, to march and it's you know we're on that journey and preparing the guys in that way so in my mind's eye nothing changes we're just going to go about correcting things and we're going to continue to work hard make sure we don't get comfortable yeah and it's especially uh vega in your case i mean we talked with suflon last week about how being with guys in the wrestling room that are super successful that go out to a match you prepare them they are successful i mean in this case devin schroeder parker phileas go out win all their matches this weekend and you have to balance the praising for doing well and competing where they're supposed to compete and then also bringing them back down to okay enjoy it but tomorrow morning we're going to get up and we've got north dakota state to prepare for we've got home duels to prepare for so enjoy it but this is just you know this is step two in in the the race that we're running this yeah you know when i competed i I learned real fast that it was never good enough anything Mm -hmm. you did it was never good enough and you know you win and then come monday oh now that's over now we got to move on to the next thing so my biggest thing as a coach now is making sure we stay healthy um cleaning you know making sure the kids are doing their rehab and just cleaning things up and as coaches you know we're looking at film at ndsu right now and making sure that we go back to the guys and say here's what we need to work on real quick and just getting ready, taking one match at a time. That's that's my biggest thing I, I do with them. I, you know, I sit in the office and I hear these guys watching film with the guys. And, you know, they've got, you know, Kendall Coleman in here, Amos Sundlin in here, uh, you know, a few other guys. And uh, getting to, like, hear, getting to listen to you guys, talk with them and, and coach through some situations, it's amazing how – I feel like it's amazing how grounded we're able to keep the kids. You know, the, you, know you look at a kid like Kendall Coleman who goes and has a great opening tournament, you know, great start to his varsity career. Um but keeping him grounded and keeping him understanding that, you know, this other stuff doesn't matter. The awards, the rankings, that stuff doesn't matter. It's all about that next match. It's all about that next guy that's going to come in front of you. The last guy doesn't matter anymore. Um, And it's been really impressive to hear the coaches talk that way with the kids. And not only that, but how the kids respond to it. I think it's incredible in the way that, like, our guys will hear that and listen and 
kind of like stay with it and they're you know they get that focus on that next guy and making weight again and doing the right things going to class getting their stuff done it's it's uh it's been pretty cool to, to and be I would, around i would guess that that's stuff you can't teach i mean that's stuff that you look for in a recruit when you sign someone and when they get here of that stuff you kind of expect them to be able to have before they get to this level yeah, I mean, listen, it's 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 part mentoring, right? It's part how you how you mentor these kids. You know, the the way you approach things is the the way a lot of these young men are going to approach things, and it's part is it, what you just said, where they have high goals. Like you know, you know, there's a lot of kids in this program that expect big results at the end of the year, and so while you may enjoy the, the now, right, you always want to stay in the moment, and so now the win is gone. And the next moment is, how do I get better, right? How can you be the best you can be? And so that's what it's, it's about, right? If you're really motivated to achieve at a high level, then what just happened is gone. You learn from it, win, win or lose, right? Like you can't carry a loss around with you for the whole next week either. Like you gotta, okay, that's gone. I gotta learn from this and now I gotta be better. Short memory. You know, yeah, short memory, you know, and right? You read the athletic books, a lot of the greats had that. They have a very short memory. You miss, the, miss a shot 10 seconds later, you better be throwing it up again because you might that might be the game winner. So, um, you know, that's part of it. And I think the other part, like I said, is how you kind of talk to your guys. You know, if, yep, nice job, pat on the butt. Okay, look, here's what we did wrong. Let's fix this and let's be better. And I think if you keep it that way, we're staying in the moment and deal with the now, uh, the kids will, they'll respond well. Well, like I said, North Dakota State up this weekend taking on the bison. Bison, not bison, it's the bison, bison. On, on Saturday. They Could that be considered that. our word of the day? Is that, is that, can that be our that teaching? Is the word our, of the day. Our, like, our Not teaching nearly as day? impressive as uh, a couple weeks ago, but yes, it, we, could, we could call that the word of the that day. That is the word of the day, and I know if there's any North Dakota State fans, they'll appreciate that because that is a big emphasis. They say bison, not bison. Oh, so we're, gonna, we're getting brownie points uh, up there too. Okay. Why not? Yeah. I got gotcha. you. We're turning some earning, of their fans. Earning, so a little, earning a little hospitality. Right. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm sure they're very hospitable. North, people from North Dakota uh, up in the north are always super hospitable. Every time, especially coming from Minnesota, I'm sure you know that as well. Yes. Uh, so follow along on social media to follow the Boilers on Saturday. Going to be and live both on uh, GoBison.com and Flow Wrestling. They're both going to have streams out there. So if people want to subscribe and watch, so those, watch, those will be available. You can watch the Boilermakers wrestle this weekend. If you're unable to do that, Boilermakers will be at home next weekend. We'll talk more about that next no, week. November 24th, but Sunday. Put it on the schedule. The Boilermakers have three duels Next Sunday, again, not this coming Sunday, the following Sunday on the 24th, right? Correct. Uh, so, for head coach Tony Ursuline, Leroy Vega, Tanner, I'm Hunter. As always, Boys Aggressive Podcast, Boiler Up. <laughs>